What's up, guys? This is the Aaron Wayne Podcast. I hope you're doing well. In this podcast, I take a little time to talk about my experience during the coronavirus um, quarantine thing. It's not really quarantine, which I talk about. Also talk a little bit about... Um, talk about podcasts. A lot of my podcasts lately have made me just talking about podcasts, which is like, okay, I guess. I'm only four in. Uh, liabilities of a podcast. So like what risks does a person take if they want to start a podcast, which I think is for me as a public school teacher and a yoga teacher, a really important question for me to be thinking about and asking myself because I don't want to create liabilities for myself because I value the life that I have and I don't want it to be changed. And then um, I talk about talking to my father-in-law about electricity and how I don't want to die working on my van. Also, I recorded this podcast on video form, and so on my YouTube page, I have a video of this podcast because I recorded this podcast in our van. We built, we're building a van, and right now it's very rough and tumble and not done, but a lot of it is done, so I recorded some video of that. So stay tuned for that. Check out the video. My Instagram, Aaron Wayne Live. Uh, not Aaron Wayne Live. That's actually a better yoga, uh, podcast name. The Aaron Wayne Podcast or Aaron Wayne Live. You let me know. But my Instagram, Aaron Wayne Yoga, uh, has some pictures of the van. So I hope you guys are doing well. Take care. Here's the podcast. Ready, set, go. Hey, guys. Aaron here. This is my podcast. Let's go. What's up, guys? Here I am. I'm in my van. Recording a podcast in my van. Never done this before. Actually, that's not true. I have recorded a podcast in my van, but I don't think I ever released it. And so now I'm on episode four, but really episode five because I deleted one. But really way more than that because like I've had many false starts at this. But uh, today's a beautiful day, guys. The sun is shining. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I got, this is my van. It's a mess. It's an, I was going to clean up and then I looked around and I was like, well, first of all, how many people are actually going to watch this on YouTube? And then second of all, um, is real. I'm keeping it real in here. This van is a mess. Oh, that audio sounds way better. Oh yeah. See, I'm still learning this man. It's so cool to be learning stuff. I'm learning so much. I'm getting back into playing guitar, which like I completely let go of for an extended period of time. I just stopped playing guitar. Oh my goodness, this sounds so much better. And if I talk into the side, it's echoey. And if I talk right here, oh, that's great. That's fantastic. All right, well, thanks for being patient with me as I figure this out. We are still in quarantine. Not really. Everybody keeps using this term quarantine really loosely, which I think is interesting because we're not anywhere near being in a quarantine. Um, and, you know, I'm letting go of being afraid of this thing. For a while, I was really kind of bugged out and l looking at everything like super. I was like, you know, taking Lysol wipes to Amazon packages, of which I've ordered many objects from Amazon, including stuff for this van. So I'm super grateful for people who are out there kicking it. But um, you know, I'm not I'm not as afraid of it now. Like we're, I think we're all going to get it. I don't know. It's it's also like I probably shouldn't even talk about my opinion on it because I don't want my uh opinion to sway people because I've been 
you know, I was listening to, you know, I listened to all the big podcasts that people listen to. And some people, it's like, it's impossible to know what's actually happening. Some people are saying this is so underplayed and, you know, there are, you know, doctors and nurses that are wearing, you know, like salad container as protectors from their face and like it's just like there you hear all this like terrible stuff and then like we need a hundred thousand ventilators yesterday and then you hear like this is completely overblown and then way on that end you hear like conspiracy theories which are just insane that people always find an opportunity to find a conspiracy in something but then in the, somewhere in the middle, you just have people that are like, eh, I kind of think, and uh, I kind of have this opinion. It's like, I don't know if I should, like, don't listen to my opinion. I'm just a yoga teacher. <laughs> like, like, don't listen to me. I don't know what's going on when it comes to this. But the big thing that I'm doing is I'm letting go of uh, the fear. Like, I'm not letting myself be afraid anymore because I was really afraid for an extended period of time. Um and I'm letting go of that, and I just am. So in that vein, I've been teaching a lot of online yoga, which has been really cool, getting people practicing at home and doing their thing. And um, I'm actually practicing less online um, than I anticipated, and then I was in the beginning days of being at home for a while. Now I'm just doing like my own thing, um, which is nice. It's nice to have that toolkit so that you can just kind of go out and and practice and um and if you don't like feel like you have the toolkit to just go through a flow do go through some yoga stuff like just go roll out your mat stand on your mat for a minute and then just start doing stuff and you're going to understand that your body has an intuitive intelligence about it that is going to say oh this would be kind of nice and like maybe if i reach like this and like there's just so much that your body knows that you may or may not have ready access to so i encourage you just get your tushy out there, roll out your mat and play around, like see what's going on. In fact, I was, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I was, so yesterday I was working on the van and then I go inside to get something to eat and then, uh, or like a cup of coffee. I don't even know what it was, but I hear music playing in the yoga room and I walk in, um, I walk around. I'm like, Oh, this would be like Katie's just practicing. My wife is Katie. And she was like legit having a dance party. The dogs were going bananas. She was just dancing and the music was bumping. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. And so I just started dancing. And that's the sort of thing. And like that's sometimes that sort of activity comes really easily to me. And it's like, yeah, let's dance. Let's be awesome. Let's have fun. Let's live this life, blah, blah, blah. And then other days it's like, man, I, that's, why are you, that's so stupid. <laughs> Like, so it's so important to like, it's so important to be forgiving of yourself that you're not going to get it right every time. And when you get it wrong, you're probably not even going to know that you're getting it wrong until someone, um, hopefully in a nice way tells you you're getting it wrong. So that's that. I would like for my podcast to be funny. It's not working. <laughs> I just keep getting serious and oh, I don't know. My buddy had a kid. She had a baby today. Both my buddies. They're both my buddies. Um, but they had a kid today, which is awesome. 
and then uh, the owner of my yoga studio had a kid about a week or two back. It's like springtime. The world is coming to life. It's awesome. I like that I've been consistent with the podcast because um, I think that it's good. And I think that, first of all, nobody's going to listen to these first episodes, and that's okay. I don't think that's a big deal. And um, if I keep doing it, which I wholeheartedly intend on doing, because this is like something I've been thinking about for and like playing with and practicing and like, you know, that's embarrassing to say, but like, I don't know, want to do it. And um, so now that I'm doing it, I think it'd be really nice to look back and be like, man, that's what you did. You, you took, you did podcast in your van. Come on, man. What are you doing? Dude, the last podcast I made, I listened to it because I just started recording in GarageBand, which, like, this is so easy. If you want to do a podcast, this is how you do it. If you have a Squarespace website, which I have for my yoga business, AaronWayneYoga.com, I have that just for my yoga business. Like, I need a website. There it is. And then, um, and, like, you can do, you can, if you don't want to do that, I'm sure there are other ways. Just Google it. But all I have to do is record the audio with the microphone, it's like a $30 microphone, it's not like crazy expensive, record a podcast on GarageBand, save the file, and then just upload it to my Squarespace account. There were a few steps, now now it's easy, and all I have to do is upload it to my Squarespace page, but there were some steps of like, getting RSS feeds, and like, it's. but like, listen, I am not the guy, I am not the guy that is like super tech savvy, and like, into the latest and greatest and understanding coding and stuff like that's not me but i figured it out you can figure it out so if you want a podcast i encourage you to because we need voices or do we really need voices do we really need more people talking i got this book from the library that i didn't read much like most of the books i get from the library and it was about how I'm about to tell you what a book is about that I didn't read. Barely even opened it. Uh, Maybe flipped through it a couple times. Probably read the back cover, but definitely didn't finish or read more than a page of the book. I'm going to tell you what the book's about. You ready? The book is about um, how much of a footprint just just creating data is actually creating because, um, like, there's a really clear... When I buy a computer it's really clear and obvious that I'm consuming materials and I'm creating a demand for more extraction of materials and extraction of labor and all these things. It's very obvious, right? But when I create something on that computer digitally, I have no concept of the finite nature of materials because it's seemingly infinite unless I fill up the 500 gigabytes or the terabyte or whatever it is on my computer. And then it's like, that's obvious. Now I got to get rid of it, but it doesn't physically change anything. But what we don't think about is the creation of data. This is probably not what this book is about, but I'm just going to think, like, and this is not substantiated in any way with anything, but I think it's worth thinking about. When I create something on Instagram or podcasts on Apple Podcasts or a YouTube video, like I'm recording my first YouTube podcast uh, today in my van, which is a mess, those companies hold and host that media, which means that they have a demand for more servers. 
And those servers are made of the same sort of things that my computer are made of, like um, steel and, you know, they consume electricity, massive amounts of electricity. So it's like you're still, isn't this a funny podcast? Why do I want to be funny so much? I think that, uh, I don't know. I think everybody wants to be funny, don't they? Everybody thinks. I wonder if you were to poll people, how many people would say that they're actually funny? 40%? At least 40% of Americans think that they're funny. And I'm going to tell you right now, most of us aren't. Myself included. I saw this clip of Dave Matthews once because I'm a big Dave Matthews fan. Come at me. I flippin' love the Dave Matthews band. I've been to over a dozen concerts. Come at me about it. But I saw this clip of Dave Matthews. Um, they did a, a concert at the Gorge in uh, out west. I think it's in Washington State. And he was like meeting some fans and he was telling these little jokes and stuff. And he, uh, he, and everybody was like giggling and laughing hysterically. And he said, uh, "I'm not sure if th- what I'm saying is actually funny or if I have some sort of advantage right now." And I think that's super interesting because, um, as a yoga teacher, uh, here's some funny stuff. So I teach yoga when we're not in this like self isolation space. I teach yoga like six or seven times a week, which isn't a lot for a full-time yoga teacher, but is a lot for a full-time, like I, my other job is, or my, my job is, I guess they're both equally my jobs. And I put as equal amount of effort into both and love into both, but I'm a public school teacher. I'm an English teacher. So most people, that's not a lot if you're teaching full-time, but for, for me who like I have, you know, I work from seven to four o'clock and you know, it's, it's a lot for me, but so I'd love teaching public yoga classes and I so miss teaching public yoga classes um and you might be experiencing right now if you're taking um if you're taking online yoga classes you're like this is good but it's not the same and we can't expect it to be the same and that's okay it's good it's good it 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 keeps us in our practice which is good and that's important but you know it's not this it's not the same thing man it's not the same thing and so talking about being funny I, um, when I first, when I first started teaching yoga, um, my wife came to like almost all of my classes because she's lovely and supportive and it's fantastic. And I am grateful that she did. Um, and she still comes to many of my classes, but in in the early days, it was like every time I taught, she was there and she would consistently give me feedback, which I really value. I'm not the type of person who's ready to say like, Hey, don't, don't just leave me alone. Um, and so she would consistently give me feedback and, some of the most recurrent feed. She was two things she would always say. She would say, um, don't talk about your music so much. <laughs> she would say, don't talk about your music so much because um, it's distracting. And you'll only do it when you're nervous. And I, I think she's right. Um, and then the second thing that she would always say is your dad jokes are terrible. 
Yeah. Because I would make, but people would laugh. That's the thing. Or maybe I'm tricking myself. Maybe they weren't actually laughing. Maybe I was just in my head about it. Maybe it's my ego. Probable, possible. It was probably just my ego. But, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta tell a little joke every now and again. I wonder how many jabronis are out there making podcasts. There's got to be so many. And then you think about, I think about um, <laughs> the first five podcasts that I make are going to be about making podcasts. Um, but you, you think about how many stand-up comedians and like actors and you know whatever they all have podcasts like they they all have podcasts and how successful are those podcasts but does it matter that's what i said in the last podcast like does it matter if my podcast is successful and the ego in me wants to say yeah man and then in reality like when i speak to the higher iteration of my thinking when i'm like thinking highly it's like what does it matter I'm talking. I'm learning. I'm learning about myself. I'm learning how to communicate effectively. I'm developing the skill of speaking extemporaneously for 30. I'm going to do a 30 minute podcast today because I can't figure out how to get this camera to not continue or to it shuts off after 29 minutes and 59 seconds. I've recorded a couple of yoga classes on Instagram live. My Instagram's Aaron Wayne Yoga and I do while we're in this quarantine, I'm doing a Tuesday, just like a Tuesday class, no big deal, 6 p.m. And I've been trying, and it's an hour class, and I've been trying to record it on my um, camera as well as on my my computer phone, and it's uh, it cuts out 30 minutes in. So I'm recording a 30-minute podcast today. But developing the skill of being able to talk for 30 minutes without stopping is a good skill to have. So even if I'm just doing it for this, um, that's good for that skill. And also it gives me an opportunity to clarify my thoughts so that like by the time I'm in a real interpersonal exchange with somebody, I've really thought through what I'm talking about. But then there's liability. There's two big liabilities I see. I'm going to write this down. Liabilities of podcasting. I'd say two liabilities of podcasting are one, um, Honestly, this is just the this is the biggest one. I should tease with the with the lesser one and then go into the biggest one and maybe I'll just talk about the biggest one the whole time because I want to and it's my podcast. So, there. I think the biggest liability is that I say something that gets me in trouble. And then it has me thinking like who would who would I get in trouble with? And I think the answer to that question is is my employers. <laughs> because like all like all of us, I have you know, and it's I think this is appropriate. You have different versions of yourself. I'm a different person with my wife than I am with my mom, than I am with my dog, than I am with my uh, principal at my school, than I am with my yoga students, that I, that I am with my buddies, my best buddies from high school and middle school and college and, uh, and my little brother, my sister. I'm a different person with my brother than I am with my sisters. Sometimes, see, but this is the thing. There's, um, who said this? Who said it? I think I heard it from a Ram Dass lecture, which is a pretty good guess for me to just say that that's where I heard it from. 
and the line is that um I think I think it was Ramdas. I think Ramdas was talking to somebody and um she no, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Here it is. Uh so I I heard it said that uh you know people's worst fear is that they will be in one room with all the people they know and they won't know who to be. And I think that that's profound because like Carl Jung says, we all wear masks and those masks suit different occasions and we have different, you know, manifestations of ourself. And I think the self that shows up with my wife, with my dog, with my boss, with my principal, with my yoga students, I think that there must be a piece of continuity in between all of those that is myself. And that self, depending on the situation, can show up in different ways. I dropped my pen. So that's the biggest liability. So that's why I was thinking about like a buddy of mine, Mike Frazier, shouts out to Mikey Boy, is a musician, and he was just in Europe, and he ended up cutting with my uh, my other friend, Steph. Um, he, they were in Europe, and they had to come home early. They were in Italy, I think, or they were about to go into Italy. I don't know. But nonetheless, they came home early because they couldn't, uh, like coronavirus was just like running rampant in Europe, and so they were worried about being able to get a flight back home. And so he was touring in Spain and playing music and doing like having fun and eating tapas and, you know, drinking wine and like sitting in the sun, like all of the things that you would want to have uh, for a European travel experience. Plus, he was he's an artist playing awesome folk, Western punk style, mu- like not punk, but like it's got a little bit of punk. In, I don't know, like his roots go back to a little bit of punkiness, but. You know, I, I'm not sure if, like, you know, it's strange, like, having somebody else, like, in on this. Like, if um somebody comes into the fray or into my podcast and they say something that um is untoward, is that a word? People say it. I don't know how to spell it. Is it, like, going toward this? That's like T-O-W-A-R-D, untoward. If he says something untoward or not even him, like, Mikey's a great guy and he's really sweet and he's you know, full of love and a great artist and writer and like love the guy. But if somebody were to say something inappropriate, how does that reflect on me? Because in the real world, it's like, yeah, my buddy's crazy. You know, like if I go out for a happy hour with a bunch of buddies and then, you know, somebody brings up a political opinion that might not be popular. It's like, hey man, like this is just a guy. Like I don't, but this is like, I'm inviting somebody onto this platform in order to um, share with all of my followers uh, something that they have to say. And so it's like, I'm almost like, it's like a cosign. So I don't know what to do about that, but I I would love to have guests on. But with my wife, it's super easy because she and I are in the same boat. Like she's in the yoga community. She's uh, also a public school teacher. So it's like, we both know the score. Like we can't go crazy and like, you know, start using terrible language or saying something really mean or rude, though we wouldn't really, though I cuss, I, you know, I, I get a bit of a foul mouth at times, so I want to be playful, 
But I also want to, you know, I heard Jocko Willink, another great podcast. That's why I want a podcast. It's like there's so many good podcasts and I've gotten so much from all of them that I want to like, like I, I want to synthesize the things that I've learned into me saying it through my filter, which is, I think, great. But Jocko, a Jocko podcast, great podcast. This guy wakes up at 4.30 every morning. If you go to his Instagram, it's like every morning he just like, just takes a picture of his phone or his watch at 4.30 in the morning. And then he just like swings kettlebells all day. Um, I did my kettlebell workout this morning, which was nice. But Jocko says, uh, he was talking about like cussing in his podcast. And he says, yeah, I don't feel, really feel a need to. Um, though I cuss in real life, I use foul language in real life. I mean, he's a Navy SEAL, this guy, if you haven't, if you don't know who he is. I mean, he's a real boss. But so obviously, like a bunch of dudes like that are lifting weights all the time and like they're killing people, right? I mean, they're Navy SEALs and I love the military. I am a, I have American flag in my house, but the military protects people and the way they do it is by using force. And that's what we, that's what they sign up for. And that's what we ask of them. And I, and we are all in a tremendous debt to the military for their sacrifice and for the families, honestly, like my sister lives in uh, Hampton roads, Newport news, and my brother-in-law works on, um, on submarines. And so it's like, they're not in the military, but they're in that community. And so it's like, there are whole cities in this country who are supported by and support the military. So it's worth saying that. But, you know, he this guy was in the military. He's, like, killing people. You don't think he's going to drop a few F-bombs every now and again? Um, but he said that, like, I want my kids to be able to hear this podcast. But then I might cuss in front of my kids. That's the thing. Katie and I have had this conversation before. It's like, if I want to be – I think that it's almost good for um, – it's almost good for children to see an example of like the different manifestations of a person. Um, this is how I show up at, you know, a sporting event. This is how I show up at the grocery store. This is how I show up here. But see, is that disingenuous? Is it encouraging people to be dishonest? To talk about how we all are different? at different times of the day. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. And I think this, I think the literature backs me up on this. And I think that the spiritual teachers back me up on this too. I think it's so easy for us to say in this Instagram world, like be yourself, live your dream, which is like true, but also they're just trying to sell you something. <laughs> like they're just trying to, it's such a it's such a scam, man. It's such a like the Instagram thing is such a scam. It's like people saying live your dream, but the only way that they're doing that, like they they're doing that because they're living their dream and what their current dream is is just to live however they want to. And the way that they're funding that is by creating a big Instagram following. And the way that they're creating the big Instagram following is by saying to you, live your dream. Live your dream. Live your dream. So it's not like real. You know who does that and does that well is my man Rich Roll. If you don't know who Rich Roll is, that guy is awesome. I, he's a role model for me in a lot of ways. But, you know, he sells stuff on his podcast. And he, like, 
you know. But what's wrong with that? There's no wrong with that. Why did I say that that was a bad thing? Do you want to sponsor my podcast? Sam Harris doesn't have sponsors on his podcast. It's a donations model. I donate to his podcast. So I got his app for free. And I use it. I used it this morning. It's a meditation app called Waking Up. I'm not sponsored by them. But maybe I would be. But does he do sponsorships? Because he doesn't do spon- He doesn't take sponsorships. I don't know. I think I might go over 30 minutes. And if the video cuts out. You're just going to lose the video. And I think what I'll do. Is when I see the clock. I think it's like right now. It's, it's If the video is going to cut out. It's going to cut out in the next 30 seconds. So if you're watching this on YouTube. Thanks for watching. And I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're staying safe. Spread out some love into the world. But not blindly. Don't just blindly spew love everywhere. You gotta be real and live in the real world. So this is my salutation to you. That's how I'll end this. If you're watching it on video. But if you're still in the audio, stay with me. And maybe in the video you stay with me too. Because... I was wrong and I did fix the problem. Apparently, if you have a memory card that is not sufficiently sophisticated, it will record stuff in the camera and the card, but it doesn't write onto the card quickly enough. So that creates a situation where it's like, boo, 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 and then the queue fills up and it's like, we got to shut this joker down and just record what we have and bail. So I bought a nice memory card. So um, maybe it'll work. And I'll know in like a minute or two. But I'm going to have a sip of some delicious water. We ran out of coffee yesterday. Which, if you're in a coronavirus environment, on April, April the 15th, 2020, um, you know, it's... You're not supposed to go out all the time. You know, like, so just running out of coffee is like, well, we need to run out of everything to get more coffee. So I've been drinking more water. Had a matcha. I made a matcha latte today. That's what, like, this is the thing. When you have everything you want at your disposal, you're not willing and able to innovate. And I'm not saying a matcha latte is an innovation. It's been done. I get it. But had we not run out of coffee, I would have never made a matcha mate. Matcha latte. Matcha mate latte. That sounds nice. Oh, something showed up on the screen. Hold on. You got to wait. I'm going to keep talking. Movie recording has been stopped automatically. The maximum recording time has been reached. Okay. All right. So here's the second run. So if I do an hour podcast, then I'm sorry. I'm yelling at you coming back to my seat now so i'll just fuse these two videos together that's fine so welcome back you just got fused together because of the memory card thing and you're probably not still watching this let's be honest let's be honest you are not watching this still and if you are it's like what are you what kind of time you got to watch some fool in a half-baked half-finished van 
I got all these things. I hit my father-in-law is a master electrician, which is like a title they give people, but he has it. And so he's a master electrician. And I called him yesterday because I have underneath the bed I'm sitting on, there's an inverter, inverter charger. And it was like 800 bucks, which, you know, I'm a public school teacher. I'm a yoga teacher. That's a lot of money for me. So I bought it. Um, and the, um, I didn't want to screw it up. So what an inverter charger does is it takes battery power, like from my solar power battery right there, which gets charged by the solar panels above me. Um, and that's more complicated. I'm building a, I'm making a van build series, um, on YouTube. So, um, that might be on this page somewhere if you're watching this on YouTube and it'll be on my website. If you want to see it, I'll link it. But I called him and I'm in this crawl space and I'm thinking to myself, you know, everybody's got this stuff. I love my father-in-law. He's a great guy, but everybody's got all this, like, you know, men tend to have issues. Not even men. It's like people oftentimes don't have issues, but like, like concepts of masculinity and femininity based upon their interpretation of it and their perceived interpretation of it from their parents, in-laws rather. So does that make sense? So I'm just going to talk from my experience. That's safe. In my experience, I've had the the feeling of like in the past not being masculine in the same way that my father-in-law is masculine because he's, I should write this down. It's going in the show notes. Oh, I lost my pen. So my definition of man, like my my father-in-law is, you know, he's a master electrician. He's, you know, he's from a rural community. He was a coal miner for crying out loud. He was literally a coal miner, like literally was in mines digging up that sweet coal. Um, I had a good title for what I wanted to write down. In-law expectations. That's so stupid. Masculinity. So stupid. That's not a real masculine thing to say. I'm writing down masculinity. I'm not making fun of people who aren't masculine. So because I define masculinity differently. I'm a, you know, skinny yoga. Am I still recording? There's a mess. I'm still recording. Good. I'm a skinny vegan yoga teacher who's also a public school teacher. Like, there are a lot of assumptions that people make about me. Which is okay. I make assumptions about other people. I'm not sitting here, like, complaining or, like, victimizing myself. But it's not the typical, like, meat eating. It's not like what the Western... It's not what Western society tells us is masculine. It's not like, you know, gun-toting. And I'm not... I'm not against guns. Um meat eating it's like hunter it's like a hunter that's what we're looking for like cam haynes if you don't know who that is or like arnold schwarzenegger or like big muscular machismo and a lot of guys work towards that and i think unconsciously i work towards a lot of that too but i'm on the phone with my father-in-law 
because he understands electricity and I am like a C minus student when it comes to electricity and a C minus student when it comes to electricity can kill yourself, kill him or herself. So I'm putting this inverter charger together and I'm like, I got to call this guy. I have no idea what I'm doing. And because the 12 volt stuff is super easy. It's just like, Here's a battery, here's a charge controller, here are the panels that connect to the charge controller that control how much charge goes into the battery from the solar panels, and then you just jump everything off of that battery into a fuse block. And like, you get lights, and it's fantastic. Look, if you can see me on YouTube, I'm just turning lights and off, on and off, it's fantastic. But when it comes to, that's DC power. When it comes to AC power, this is the most boring podcast ever. You know, some people make, they like watch YouTube videos on their podcast. I should have more fun with this. Or maybe I shouldn't. Like, maybe this is just like who I am. And I shouldn't uh, try to be another podcaster. So some days I'll show up and I'll be silly and playful like I was. I think I, I think the last podcast I was a bit more playful. But on this one, I don't really have any new experiences to share other than this this flipping van. Haven't been watching a lot of TV. Which I know a lot of people are watching a crazy amount of TV right now. And I'm not judging. I'm just, I'm not really. I've been thinking almost exclusively about this van. We're going to move into it, man. We're going to move into this van. It's really crazy. It's crazy. And it's also really nice that I'm recording so much of it. Because I'm really going to value having seen the creation of it. It just the other day I was looking uh like you know you scroll through your phone every now and again you see pictures and I was scrolling through and I looked at and I saw a picture of this van when it was empty. And then I saw a picture of this van when I put the flooring in. And then I saw a picture when I started framing out the kitchen galley. So it's it's really cool. It's really cool. Cool stuff. Neat stuff. Slick stuff. A couple of these are just going to be burners, guys. Here's the thing. Uh, if you're still listening to this podcast, like, good. That's fantastic. If you're not, I don't care. It's okay. I'm going to get better at this. But see, the thing I think about is I want people to listen to my podcast. Um, I want them to listen to my podcast because I have an ego and I want to feel important. The second reason is that if I have something worth saying, I want people to hear Like. I do know stuff like it's it's okay to say to like to be confident about what you know though I know less than I should and I forget things all the time and I'm consistently wrong about things there are things that I feel confident about sharing at least the the thought process that I have of going through trying to figure out what I know so that was rambling but what I was trying to say is that they're going to get better, guys. Just stick with me. I know they're going to get better. I know it. Maybe I need some structure. How do you think I should structure my podcast? That's a great idea. Ask a bunch of people on the internet what you think they you should do with your life. I think that it would be nice. I think it's nice doing this with Katie. That's nice. But I don't know if she's committed. Like, I don't know if she wants to do a podcast with me every time, all the time, every 
dude every time in the old time would do me a podcast. But it's definitely healthy. I think it's definitely healthy for us to sit down and have a conversation for an extended period of time. And how often do we do that? We do that fairly often. We really get a good conversation and when we go for a road trip, which is nice because I'm building a van where we're going to be living in a road trip, which will be cool. I also think that it's really easy to be funny by making fun of people. And I think I fall victim to that all the time. But right now I'm just not in the spirit of making fun of people. Though that'll come back. Like I'll I'll get, you know, I'm not judging people who tease others. I get teased all the time. I tease my buddies all the time. I had a friend. I was doing uh, handstands in practice, yoga practice, and um, <laughs> it was so funny. I'm going to have to get him on the podcast. He's my buddy. Uh, he lives locally, and he um, just finished his yoga teacher training, and, like, it's really awesome, But so I'm happy for him. But he was, he said, uh, Aaron, I saw you doing a bunch of handstands practice today. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I've been working on it. He's like, are you just uh, – I think you're just waiting for people to like stop in their practice when they see you in a handstand and just start clapping, aren't you? And I thought it was really funny because it was like spot on because he tagged something in my personality that was underlying that I wasn't really thinking about, but it was totally true. It was like, I want people to look at me. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he nailed it. And it was just perfect. He just like, the timing was impeccable. So and we, he and I make fun of each other very frequently. So it's not necessarily for a certain type of person who came up in a certain way. I think that teasing people is a sign of um, of kinship, and there's probably some studies to to um, kind of support this. But it would make sense that it's probably people who had challenging childhoods. I had a pretty challenging childhood um man i talked about this in my last podcast but it's totally normal to have a challenging childhood and if you did it's okay it's not a big deal though it might be a big deal for you right now and that's okay too um but eventually it's it settles um but i think that people who had a challenging childhood for whatever reason whether there's things that didn't happen that did happen or didn't happen that did happen or did i say the same thing twice you understand what I'm trying to say. Um, I think those people have a tendency to be more apt to make fun of people. Because they're bullies. <laughs> and as a public school teacher, I see bullies all the time. And bullies come from rough childhoods. There are no bullies who have everything they need. It just doesn't happen. And even the rich kids that are bullies... like. The rich kids that are handsome or beautiful, or like whatever it is, there's there's something there must be something missing. I find it unlikely that um, somebody who has all of the hierarchies of need um, wouldn't end up bullying people, and those people end up being extraordinarily funny when they grow up, because we continue to bully people when we grow up. Like most people are still like. Like, think about American Idol. Like, be real. You really think you really want, like, what else is there? I mean, every show on TLC, 
Like you're not watching my strange addiction because you're interested in pathology and trauma. Like you're making fun of those people. And I am like, we're all doing that. That's why the show exists. Um, so, you know, if we all had happy, happy, healthy childhoods, would we all end up like, I know, I know some people who are at least seemingly not tempted to tease or make fun of, but it's a form of kinship bonding. It's a form of, it's a, it's, it's a way of getting, it's a way of like communing with people. Like when I bust my buddy's chops, they know that it's coming from a place of love because if they, you know, I have, I have, I have a friend who lived, um, well, I don't know. I don't want to make a judgment on this person. Um, at least definitely not in a public setting, but you know, I know people who like seemingly would have perfect lives, but I don't know. It's all, it's also interesting. I don't want to judge people. I don't want to like throw people out. I love my friends. I have really good friends. I have a friend who lives in New York and I just uh, chatted. I do this thing. I am funny. All right. And I'm gonna tell you a story that lets you know how funny I am. And the story's not going to make sense because you don't know these people and you don't even really know me or maybe you do. And that's why you're listening to the podcast because we know each other. But I have a friend who lives in New York, my buddy Sam and his fiance Lee. Fantastic people. I love these people. They're awesome. And um, they have this dog. And this dog is... I paused right there because I'm trying to decide if I should continue the joke right now or if I should just share the joke with you guys. Um, Because if they listen to this podcast, then they'll... The short, the long and short of it is, is that I'm going to continue the joke right now. And they have this dog that's absolutely hideous. And every time that they um, post something on Instagram, um, I let them know how hideous their dog is. Because that's the type of person I am. I do those sorts of things. To an innocent dog, I let their owners know. That dog's owner. His name is like Doug. Who names their dog Doug? You remember... How about Hey Arnold? What's with all this nostalgia stuff, man? Are people so starved for living in the... Pre- like... I like nostalgia, too. The name of this podcast should be... Wait, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> That's why I'm going to rename this podcast. I'm 45 minutes in, I'm finally gotten my stride. I think I should record a podcast and then delete the podcast and then record another podcast and then that one will actually be good. And by good, I mean not rambling about stories that I don't finish, such as the um, inverter charger that I didn't finish or the story about uh, making fun of people. I was a bully in high school. Here's a confession. I didn't know 
that I was a bully in high school, but I was. I made fun of people. Um, I got into fights. And I was mean. I was mean to my girlfriend, who's my wife now. Like, I said mean things. And um, I didn't, like, respect her. And I was a bully. And I felt really bad about that for a long time. And even, like, saying this out loud. Like, when am I ever going to say this out loud? I'm not going to say this. Like, people, first of all, people don't want to listen to this. People don't want to listen to someone confess these sorts of things. At least not face-to-face. Like, you don't want to hear me say this if we were, like, at a brewery or something. But, you know, I was a bully. And I remember one time there was this kid... I call him a kid, but he's a grown man now. He's a man. Um, I don't even know where he is or what he's up to. But we were in gym class once. And um, this kid used to get teased all the time because he was short. And he, like, he was, like, he was cute. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was short. And uh, he was a killer athlete I think I recall he was a tracker cross country runner and he was like he was the kid was an athlete and um you know short he had blonde hair um I remember his name which I don't I don't remember most of people's but I remember this kid's name and we were in gym class and maybe someone had seen like a movie recently where a swirly was involved and um this was a this was the wake up call for me. This was my senior year of high school, and somebody said swirly, and we all like, you know, I'm a football player at the time, and you know, there's just gang mentality, which is like unconscious behavior mitigated by a group of peers pushing towards a goal, and you get lost in it, and you don't know what you're doing until after the fact, and no, nobody died. Okay, let me take away. I'm like, nobody got hurt. Um, But, you know, so the group started bringing this kid into the bathroom for a swirly. Like, the plan was to give this kid a swirly. Nobody said, like, like, who knows who brought the idea up. It's all a blur. But the thing that I remember and that I can't get out of my head is seeing this kid's face when he realized that he had absolutely no control over the situation. And I reflect on that from time to time. And he, we didn't end up giving him a swirly because he defended himself. And he, like, I don't even know what my role in this was. I don't even know how this, I think, in my mind's eye, as I'm reflecting on this memory, I'm thinking that I'm a couple steps removed. But I have no idea. Like, memory is so foggy. This was 15 years ago. Um, and I have a poor memory as it is. So I don't know how this all went down. All I know is that I remember seeing him, like, with real fear. Like, the sort of fear that, um, and, you know, I felt that fear before. Of just being like, there's nothing I can do. All I have to fight for my life here. And um, that changed me. That fundamentally changed me. That moment right there. And there's a handful of moments in your life that, like, you don't know are going to affect you. But, you know, I was a high school senior. I was 
a linebacker on the football team. I thought I was tough. I thought I was – my my personality is conducive to taking control of situations anyway. For all I know, I don't even I, – I, I honestly do not remember this scene. But I probably had my hand in the mix. I probably had his wrist or his ankle or, like, holding his belly or something. And this is a confession, right? And this is the sort of thing that's going to get me fired. <laughs> I think it's worth sharing. I think it's important to share because people get lost and they they don't know. Now I'm sitting here quietly because now I feel like regret for having shared that and that I should not publish this because it endorses what? No, it's just honest. It's just me being vulnerable. This is this is a true thing that happened. The kid's fine. But does that matter? Because the intent was malicious. It's the funniest podcast I've ever made. We gotta bring this around. We're coming up on an hour. Six minutes ago I said, ah, I just caught my stride. It's so crazy how stories pop up like that for you. If you're out there, kid, and or if you're if you're any kid who if you're a person who finds yourself in a situation where you are, feel like you've lost control or you feel like you're at the mercy of someone else, I wish you strength. That's what I hope for, is for you to find strength in whatever that is, whether it's an illness or interpersonal relationship or an internal conflict. I I wish you strength because that's what's going to get you out. It's not taking the bad man away. It's building up the fortitude inside of you to understand that you can handle challenging situations. And that's been my philosophy as a English teacher, as a yoga teacher, is to teach people that they're stronger than they think and it's not until we find ourselves in challenging situations that that part of ourselves is called to action if it were always easy we'd never see that part of ourselves because it wouldn't be necessary we wouldn't need to have that part of us show up Isn't this funny? Why do I want to have a funny podcast? I think... I don't even know what the name of my podcast is. What is it? The Aaron Wayne Show? That's probably what it is. Which is a good enough name. I had to come up with a name. If I wanted to do this, I just had to start doing it. And I have to throw caution to the wind. And realize that my intentions are pure. I'm a good guy. And, um, you know, if someone wants to have a conversation, if I share something and it's taken the wrong way, then whose fault is that? It's probably my fault for not having clarified my intentions. 
But what if someone comes to a situation and their intent is malicious regardless of what I do or don't say? What's my responsibility in that situation? Am I responsible for changing someone's perceptions before they hear something that might upset them or have them second guess who I am as a person? Or should I think I think my life is my example. I think approaching my life with authenticity and autonomy, that's the key. Those are my core values. Autonomy, growth, and authenticity. And if I if I move forward with those things, then I will be okay. I'm growing with this podcast with my skills that I'm learning technologically and then on the inside of me. I'm being authentic because I'm sharing things that make me feel vulnerable. I'm talking about masculinity. I'm talking about my father-in-law being a more um, traditionally masculine man than me and defining what I think masculinity is, which I didn't even define. I just shared that the things that I value are not always considered masculine. And then growth. I already said that. Authenticity. I already said it. Autonomy. Number one. That's my number one value is autonomy. And to a fault. Autonomy to a fault, man. Sometimes it's like, hey, man, you got to ask for help. Or um, like you don't know what's best. So you should probably listen to somebody else. But. Autonomy is my number one goal. I don't want to be told what to do. And that's one of the things that the coronavirus thing has been really firing me up and like being told to not even what I'm being told. Here's the thing that bothers me about the current state of coronavirus is that I don't feel like they're being honest with the public. And, you know, I heard Eric Weinstein um, say something in a podcast. He said, if you're being entirely honest or excuse me, if you're doing the analogy he used was you can be friends with your boss, but only if you're really good at your job, which I think is true because then you don't have to worry about that. And he said that politicians can only be honest if they're doing really well at their job. So the lying comes from them trying to hide the fact that they're not doing well. And when we find ourselves in a situation where the only thing that we can do as a country is to lock everybody inside of their houses, that means somebody messed up. That means somebody didn't listen to the scientists when they said, like, hey, we should probably be ready for something like this. That means that the right response is to stand up on stage and say, hey, like, this is what's happening. This is why you have to stay at home. Um, and we're working on it. But that would get people fired. It would, uh, you know, for sure Trump wouldn't win the second election. He's having his name printed on the checks that he's sending out. If you don't support Trump, you think that's idiotic. If you do support Trump, you think, well, he's the president. I don't know what I think about it.
I don't know what I think about many things. That's why I have a podcast. Because I verbalize, like, the way that I learn so frequently is by verbalizing things. And I've noticed that my verbal, um, my verbal, like, the accuracy of my language, the specificity in which I speak is way, everything is way clear. Of course, I bumble through a sentence to make that point, but I find myself articulating strings of phrases and sentences that are way more, like, closely representative of what's going on in my head when I'm speaking than if I'm typing. If I'm typing, I get, like, it's an extra thing to do. But for me, like, like, just speaking is so natural that in order for me to thoroughly understand what I think, sometimes I just have to talk it out. You're probably like that too. My wife is definitely like that. She definitely benefits from talking things out. So this is me talking everything out. Coming up on an hour. Googly moogly. Look at this van. I made this van. It's so crazy. It's so crazy that I made this van. What a terrible sound to hear in your ears. Someone sucking their teeth. That's what Tony Morrison, the writer, calls it. Everything's wrapped in baked potato. The whole van. You hear that? Does it make you hungry? It kind of sounds like chips, right? I just start recording ASMR videos because I have this microphone. I'm not going to do that. I have a yoga teacher training this weekend. Stoked. I teach yoga teacher trainings um, through the Kunga Yoga School. The thing said it stopped recording again. I don't know what to tell you. The YouTube thing's not going to work out. i got to figure out how to work this camera. Listen, guys, I think I should wrap. That's right at an hour. Bam! So, um, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that uh, you guys are staying safe. I hope that you're finding um, the best of a crappy situation. And um, hopefully we can move forward understanding that our health is all we have. And if we're not taking care of our physical, mental, and spiritual health, when things come up, which they will, everybody you know and love is going to die. That's hard to hear, but it's true. And if we're not physically, mentally, and spiritually well, we won't be ready when those days come. So I hope that you're finding your practices, your physical, spiritual Whatever the third one is that I said, practices. I hope you're finding all of them. I hope you're taking care of your relationships. And this is me wishing you well. So until next time, peace. That was the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you made it all the way here, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Check out my YouTube channel, and which is linked. And uh, go to my website, AaronWayneYoga.com. I don't know why I'd have you go there, but go there anyway. And my Instagram is AaronWayneYoga. I hope you guys have a good day and take care.